0: I met Lars once. Oh, at a, you did? Yeah, I met Where? him. we went to see Metallica at uh, Madison Square Garden when they did the uh, Death Magnetic tour. We got backstage passes and we uh, just went up to him and said hi. In fact, my wife went up to him, and, and, and just we, we'd had a few drinks at the gig as you do, and you sure, know, we rolled straight in there. And she's like, I'll, I'll, do, "I'll
2: do the talking." She's like, "Hey, Lars, I'm Laurie. I play drums too on on Rock Band." <laughs> oh, that's really exciting <laughs> How cool that, huh? You played the drums on rock band James, is has got- So I've been talking with uh you know Cadgiana. He's like, why is this, what's going on with radio? That's, <laughs> I, that's why I was delayed getting here. Uh oh. He's like, well, you need to you need to make sure there's a radio team and all this jazz and You was, have that, don't you? <clears throat> I they said they were working on it, but I don't know. Oh I really don't know. I know this whole week that's all I've been doing is radio promotion, but I don't know if it's if those guys, are if there's going- stations right now going, here's old school by Jim Bruin, loud and rowdy. Check it out. Like I don't know if it's in the system, right? right. So, <clears throat> dude, I can't believe radio is is really. You just don't like the song and play it. Uh-huh. It is all about the 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 money and investing right. behind it. Uh huh. It's all about hey. Uh, we've got a billion dollars, we've got, we have three million, we have this band, so you want them, keep playing this band. Yeah. Wow. And I think it, that's just the way the world goes. I mean, I think that's even helped me to the point where, I mean, at the end of the day, on our label, on in our management, is Megadeth, mm-hmm. uh, Lamb of God, and Slipknot. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, That's quite a gang standing behind you. That people want to go. How do I get to that guy? Right. You got to uh, enjoy Jim Brewer. (laughs) (laughs) You want Slipknot to play on your uh, tour?
3: Right. You better be playing this Jim Brewer song. You got to play this Jim
2: Brewer song. (laughs) Let Let the people at least have their opinion before you put it out there. So it's pretty. It's pretty cool and exciting.
0: Yeah.
2: It's been so long. So long. I don't get it. Like I don't feel it's out right now. Yeah. Wait, let me um, turn off my fans.
0: When did you guys start recording?
2: Oh my gosh! When
3: a year and a half, a year and a half ago.
2: Oh yes, wow.
3: it was a year ago, November.
2: Catch <laughs> I'm So funny, man. He's texting me from like I don't know where he's at Turkey. I don't know where he's at, but um. He's just like, you need to you tell the record company this. I'm gonna go, I don't I want this on radio play. He goes, We're number one for three weeks, and it's because of our management, which is which is Q Prime, which is huge. Yeah. Q Prime is Metallica. I mean, oh, you just wow. you just don't get bigger. So but he is? Or you. Volbeat. Volbeat yeah, yeah. Volbeat's cute, but he said they've been number one before, yeah. but never have they been number one this fast? It's, right. It was just like, bing, guess what? You're number one no matter what.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's, he goes, it's my, it's unbelievable how big and awesome they are. But, I'm like, well, two things here. Uh, you're with Q Prime. Mm-hmm. And number two, don't do don't slouch Volbeat. You're, in Europe, it's a monstrosity. Right. Yeah. So, and they are playing the living daylights out of the new Volbeat song. Really? The King's Bleeding Crown? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and he ends with a...
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: he had a little growl.
1: Huh?
2: I don't care if you can understand him or not. I love his voice, because the minute you hear it, you go, that's Volbeat. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's the one he was working on all last year. Yes, Devil's yeah. Bleeding Crown. So, yeah, yeah while I was working on mine, I'm like, "Oh, is yeah. that my solo? He goes, no, dude. This is... <laughs> <laughs> I don't spend this long on yours. <laughs> you're not. This is, uh... How much can I buy it from you? <laughs> this, is, this is Volbeat, yeah. How, how much for that little track you're playing there? <laughs> so... Let me add, so, wow, what a week, where do we start? So hey. I was going to say, I'd, uh, you had a little,
3: you had a little James in your, rah, ooh, at uh, I did? At Opie? At Opie, yeah. Totally. You yeah, had some great. James during Thrash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you had a little James to your wow. voice.
0: Well, Maybe it was just that it was early in the morning. It was early <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And what? Had the husk. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie to you, I was going to cancel. Because? I was going to cancel and I still haven't listened to it and I can't listen to it. It's good. It's good. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole performance, the whole like the whole show. Was great. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, know yeah. the whole show is great and I really wanted to get the personalities out of the band. That right. was
0: honestly like I listened to it live, that yeah. was the best part. It was hysterical.
2: I got to say uh my publicist Amy, she said my favorite part was you going through each band mm-hmm. member. And, that, and just getting to know all their little yeah. person. She's like, I could have listened to that for hours. And you don't yeah. see
0: that with any band. Right. You know? Like, you don't like you know the front man and the lead guitarist, and that's it.
2: To the point where, can I tell you, they still talk about doing, like, what we look like. And it because we're so different. Yeah. Like, you know, Mike is clearly the orchestra. He's the orchestrator of the band. Yeah. Y- you Mike not uh-huh. not metal Mike and they go but he doesn't he's not like he doesn't look like a... I go neither do I I, <laughs> I got no tattoos I don't dress in leather pants and wear dark and bandanas I just maybe it's time for a little different we are different I'm not mm-hmm. we're not Uh, you know I'm not pop evil I'm not right. I'm not Volbeat I'm not uh, I don't Uh, know what to tell you this is this is what they have to say. It's songs in the garage. It's mm-hmm. a family guy right. mm-hmm. coming out of his house into his garage singing. What are you, I don't know. It, to the point where they're saying maybe we get a fashion consultant. No, image. Uh-huh. Image consultant. Uh-huh. Go, every band gets an image consultant. Well, <laughs> um, I don't think we're going to do that. So I don't well, know what I got to some
0: recommendations you. for Mike. That'd be oh, great. God.
2: <laughs> Teach? Spandex? Yeah, 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 Spandex. What? Yeah. Spandex. <laughs> oh, God. Out. <laughs> nah, he would look ridiculous. But, um, yeah, I thought the I thought OP Radio was really good. They tweeted the daylights out of it. Yeah, I still saw that. I guess he put it on YouTube. You can watch the video. But when I was going to cancel because A, I had the fever the day before. Uh huh. So I had a full blown fever. And then when we rehearsed, I still had a little fever, and I was not happy with... Yeah. Uh, yeah, the day before, you were in... a horrible shape. Bad shape. And I was like, I'm not, we're not doing this. Not? And then even in the morning, I still couldn't hit... Yeah, the voice still sounds like this at uh, 7.30 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> you go,
1: I want that old school. I don't know how driving. you did it.
2: I don't know how you did it. Because I threw away the line, I want the... Oh, right. gonna, so when
3: we when we're well I was thinking what we could do is I could also say that last line
2: which one call Just me call insane call me insane and yes. then you come in yes and that I, I said that to you I in, know but, in the studio but that's alright it was late and blah 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 but it has to be something like that yeah yeah Rob Caggiano was telling me during the pre-chorus uh huh it's so funny because he's still, he's still telling me how we need to do this live. Uh-huh. Any backup singers? Mike has to sing with you. He said, during the pre-chorus, don't give me money, uh-huh. don't give me fame, don't give me therapy, call me insane. Uh-huh. He said he's singing along with, he went in the studio and he sang oh, that a, with him. There's a double there. So it's a double and Mike should sing it with you. Okay. And this is all stuff that we'll figure out before yeah, yeah. we launch a tour. So the live was great. I did so much press, press every, every, I don't know. It's like, I don't know what to do right now. Do I just sit back and just chill out? I'd like to keep going because I don't, I don't want it to die out. Right. You don't want to, it's like a movie. You don't want to, you don't want to just get it to the box office open and then leave it. Mm -hmm. Which is what, you know, I have Stern. I'm going to do Joe Rogan. Oh, awesome. When are you doing that? When I do it, I would tell you, and it's something I'll probably bring you out for. But you're doing it like in a while, or are you doing it near? Pretty soon, the next two weeks or so. Oh, my God. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That is badass. Get Mike to to fight him. I don't think that would go over well. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> Way to throw your friend in there, Alex. How about you fight him, Yeah, Mr. that's what I Totally,
0: I would 100%.
2: You would fight Rogan? Like, oh, absolutely. In a jujitsu match, In a right? jiu-jitsu
0: match, totally,
2: 100%. Oh, God. <laughs> he, podcast like, versus podcast. I train, yeah. the,
0: the, the guy I train with in the city, yeah. Joe Rogan, it's like Joe Rogan's hero. All
2: right, but I'm looking at your shape right now.
0: I would get into shape. <laughs> give me give me give me a give me a day, I would train my ass off.
2: A day? It. No, give me a
0: date. Oh, a date? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would train my ass off totally
2: to fight Joe Rogan
0: in a jiu-jitsu match.
2: This this reminds me back of bringing uh, Joe's guy up to to go up against <laughs> Eddie Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know what? And I, and I- so Mike has seen me, like Mike has seen me train, he knows, you know.
2: Uh-huh. I, I I haven't. I haven't seen seen Joe Rogan ever. Yeah, I'm gonna put. I, I, I love you, but all my money's going on Rogan. Okay, a thousand percent, no problem. I'd like to. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to see me proven wrong. (coughs) I'd have a hard time if
0: if you gave me a month, I would give him A a month. Yeah, give me a month. I would. I would get into shape. Physical shape, my jujitsu is good. I would have, I, I, would probably, I would give him a good fight. Absolutely, could I you might surprise some people.
2: Wow! All right, this just brought this all to a different level. <laughs> He's gonna now Joe Rogan's gonna hate Alex right now. <laughs> no, I'm if if we if we nail this Rogan huh. podcast, then perhaps I'll bring uh, I'll bring us out, and uh, we could vi- we could videotape. It's already going to be yeah. videotaped. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rogan's on, <laughs> on oh, yeah. video. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll Dude, be a I corner train, man. I,
0: next time you talk, I train under Marcelo Garcia. He's the best in the world.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I sang with Halford. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm going to go toe-to-toe to him. and uh, <laughs> it, uh, r- range in Rio. Rockin' Rio. I'm okay. just saying. I once opened for, uh... (laughs) Yeah, we were on on Metallica's Orion Festival two days in a row. Just saying. Yeah, can can, I... Can I go toad it? You know what? Put my album up against any Metallica... (laughs) Tell you what, we'll both go off and we'll see who makes a better new album. You guys should do
0: a battle of the bands.
3: Battle of the new album. Yeah, did Metallica invite Judas Priest on their Orion Festival? No. (laughs) Exactly. They picked me because we're better.
2: Oh my god. Alex, wow. You are so cocking confident right now. Only only in
0: that regard though.
2: No, no, no. I know that and I'm well aware of that. Okay, good. <laughs> so how'd you feel how'd you feel? Uh you guys were great on the radio. You guys I, were I had great,
3: great on the radio. I had a great time and it felt really easy. I like when they when they like came into the room with us and it was just yeah. like first of all, I I know Opie's voice. Right. But I never Saw you never him. met him, yeah. No, and
2: was there anything what you thought he looked like?
3: Uh, it's little. Maybe I've seen like little back when like sure. it was like Howard versus all that stuff. I've right. seen like pictures of what he looked like, but he walked in and I was like, I didn't realize it was him until he's just like, all right, here, are you. and I hear his voice, and I was like,
2: oh, that's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the OP.
3: Yeah, yeah. Wow. But yeah, he also like- was really like, uh, for some reason, I just I think it's from listening to Howard all the time, just hearing like. When they were like one of those guys, they used to have a big... They had a there. big thing, and yeah. I wish
2: they didn't. Yeah, but now they they have to be okay, right? They're both at serious. And- I, I know Opie doesn't have a problem, and yeah. I think he's apo- I he's apologized, yeah. but I don't even know what happened, and Yeah, I don't want to get involved, and I don't care.
3: Yeah, I don't even think Howard cares about Because two of them about are very
2: important to me. Yeah,
3: yeah. I don't think Howard cares about any of that stuff either anymore. Howard
2: doesn't need to care about anyone anymore, because he has nothing more to prove. Right, yeah. He's destroyed... He, he owns god Mm -hmm. of media case closed
3: yeah and he he has nothing else it's good for him to have other successful shows at that. so he's got to be like oh i want i want this right a little something right yeah yeah, yeah.
2: this helps me out because that show's huge opie's huge yeah he's he's that show is uh, is under the radar huge Mm -hmm. and the, and the, the only way i realize when my feedback is when i'm on tour yeah, and when I'm on tour, I hear the Baba Booies, blah blah blah. And when I'm doing the, when I'm online for the merch and the meet and greet, I can't tell you how many people come up to me, talking about, dude, dude opie, opie, opie uh-huh. I heard you on opie, man, that flat t- your mother, this, or that, it's yeah, yeah, it's mind blowing. Uh-huh. It's mind blowing. Well, I remember before he
3: was, he wasn't on Sirius for a while. It was just on N E W. Stern left, right. To come to Sirius before they did. Yes, and I remember so many people. Yeah. that used to listen to Stern. Yeah, when he went to Satellite, didn't go to Satellite, right? And listen to Opie. Sure. Now we're like, because so, they have a lot of the same, similar guests, like
2: comedy guests, mm, maybe. Mm, you you? <laughs> well, me. Y- there's certain comics. Yeah, that are allowed to play on on every fence. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm one of them. Oh, they have a thing where. There is a thing like uh, I know. If you go this, place, there's a few names yeah. that go on Opie that have never been on Stern, oh. and still haven't been on Stern. Um, Louis CK does both. Mm-hmm. I do both, and on on Opie, I'll spend the entire three four hours. Yeah, we're, we're Stern. You can't you can't do that. it's 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 doing a sh- a, sh- a show. Opie is more. Uh, a, a, a loose, right? It's a loose environment. You get your like forty-five minutes. On I can spend. go as far and wide as I want. He's not gonna, he's not gonna cut off a story. He's not. He already knows me, right? Yeah, yeah. We we go way, way, better. so the sto- I can go as far and wide with him, and he's gonna trust it. Yeah. And you went back in there after we played. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we finished up there, and we talked more. Where, where Howard. Howard is like you're doing the Tonight Show, right? You you need to you need to come with the A game of entertainment. Whether it's sad, angry, right. thought provoking, funny, you need to bring your A. Game. You can't just come, yeah, you know Howard. Right. And there's very few personalities I can handle. Just yeah, yeah, you know we're gonna wing it, right? Yeah, I could. Well,
3: I just I knew could what they played on Stern this week. What's that? Was you. Being joe pesci yeah, all yeah, morning was that. that was wild with yeah, that eric was awesome. the midget calls in yeah and he's like
2: yeah whatever
3: bro and you're just like this guy's <laughs> a midget <laughs> but that was that was you were that was just all morning i you did the this. whole show So let me tell you about that day okay i'm at the chester gas station which one uh, the exxon on main street i think it's right right be- right
2: before you turn to my house yes okay
3: I'm sitting in there, listening to the replay, that day, on Stern, and I'm sitting in my car listening, and I'm not getting out of the car, because I want to hear the end of, it's you talking to Eric the Midget, and I'm cracking up, whatever. So you knew
2: it was me right away. I knew it was you, right? Okay, because I
3: heard you on there a bunch. Okay. But I didn't know you. Right. Right. We didn't know each other yet. And I remember, I was just like, I got up, and I walked in. (sighs) I just listened. It was the replay. So you had time to get home from the city- and go get gas. And you went into that store. And I got out of the car and I walked in and I walked by. I was walked by you and I was like, I was just listening to you. And you go, That wasn't me. <laughs>
1: oh, and really? <laughs> I, and I just walked out
3: and I got in my car and I left. <laughs>
1: it was the weirdest thing because I was
3: just listening to you in the parking lot. Well,
2: Howard, Howard Singh was like, Don't admit it's you. You can't say it's you. Yeah. Oh, no problem. But the, the Eric, the midget can't go
3: going, That's fucking Jim Brewer. Someone did call up, thinking you that know what
2: was yeah. You know when they screwed me up, yeah. One guy called and he's like, "What's your favorite scene, right?" Film in the movie, and I made a whole I made a whole story up, mm-hmm. and I was just flying off the cuff, uh-huh. and I couldn't remember his name. I couldn't oh, remember. Oh,
3: you did? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I couldn't remember fr- his friend Frank. Frank uh, from Sopranos. Yeah, you
3: kept saying, and then you said, and "They'll say, yeah, that's Frank." I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Hey, Frankie, you, oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: oh, Frank, you know, how he's... Because now I'm like, all right, I'm just going to keep saying it because that's the way he would talk. <laughs> but it was, um, man, yeah, that was really cool. And I feel like Howard was, I wouldn't say testing me, but he was like, let's, uh, let's see what you can do here. And he was trying to figure out what to do with me. I, I don't know if that was a one-off or I was kind of being tested. But all I remember when I was done, I went to the Met game probably... Two months later, and I was at the Met game, and a guy comes up and he goes, Um, oh yeah, Jim Brewer, you got you, you gotta meet my dad. <laughs> he a hundred percent doesn't believe it's you. So his fa- he brings his father over. He goes, Dad, this is Jim Brewer. This is the guy who was on Howard. Like, oh yeah, hey, don' nice to meet. He goes, I know Joe Pesci when I hear him. That was Joe Pesci. He turns and says, I cut it out already with that nonsense. Even when you did it in front yes. of Yes. <laughs> yes. You
3: totally thought it was him. Well, at that time, you used to get really long
2: appearances yes. on stern. Like, you were
3: doing an hour and a half
2: sometimes. Right. Because there was, I remember the one, first one I was on a long time, and that was regular radio still.
3: Yeah. You would, and you did the whole thing with your, I think it was, Oh, you were telling about your book. So, when you are telling about the the kid who came and lived at your house. Yes. Like yes. that, I remember me and all my friends were like, this guy's great. Like that was like, that hearing, that was like me and my friend Bill, who are huge stern guys. We right. were sitting there just like, did you hear that Brewer guy? And, and we were just like, that was the great, like we just talked about that interview over, like that one was awesome. Wow. And I remember I went and got the book because of that interview. Wow. I heard that. Wow. Yeah sick yeah like i that was i was like that story with that kid and also your uh your writing the uh, your ideas that you lost in the hotel yes like that stuff i was like all those stories i just had
2: me like that was like i'm
3: just sitting here waiting for like what's the end what's
2: the end (laughs) end?" (laughs) well now i gotta write another one (laughs)
1: there
2: you go now i gotta write another one i gotta write a couple
3: more but him Uh, him just going like so what do you think and you're just like look i don't know I don't know what it is, but I, believe I said in something. I don't
2: know. I mean, and I'm I was being honest. How do you explain that? Right. What is? What was that? I That's know. the craziest. And the guy in the airport that you said you walked. How in? do you explain that? I know. How do you explain that? I don't know. I mean, nobody things... ever can. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, it's it's it's. I had whatever this girl. This it's kind of a long story. Um.
3: It's a long coincidence that it's like one in a million chance that it's going to be
2: Beyond happen. one in a million. Yeah. Beyond one in a million. It's
3: one thing if you're in your hometown at an airport right, right. where you go all the time, but you pick a random one.
2: It's Tampa. Yeah. And he's in. he's coming from Boston and I'm going back home. Long story short, I've been searching to get in touch with this guy for like... since i started writing this book the reason why i want to get in touch with him i want i felt i can heal him i knew i can heal him because his sister died oh right and she was my best friend Mm -hmm. and i had so many great things to tell him and i knew he was tormented and he was tortured uh because so many things come into play when you're you're two kids one kid dies you gotta be careful A lot of focus is on What's gone Rather than what's here now mm-hmm. So long story I went looking for him I went looking for his house I went looking for it. They moved I can't find him anywhere I would Call it praying Meditation I At the time I would call it praying I would I would go on my porch I would just Be silent I would i go God please Please If it's meant for him To be in my life Please put him in my life I feel like I can I feel like I can heal him I feel like I need to tell them this is going And I would do this a lot. Um, and then I get called, dude, I get called to do Brian Johnson's right. surprise <clears throat> 60th birthday party. Oh, well. And it's in Sarasota. So I fly to Tampa and I, uh, on my kids' lives, I swear on my kids' lives, I turned to my wife D, and I said, I know this sounds weird, but I feel like I'm going down there for a whole different reason. <clears throat> I I I'm excited. It's Brian's birthday, but I I, I there's some other reason I'm going down there. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, you know, ask God and blah, blah, blah. so <laughs> that that's D's always that approach. Mm-hmm. So I go down there. I drive to Sarasota. It's like an hour and change. Do the part. Have a ball. I'm singing with Brian. I'm singing with his friends. We're, everything's great. Want a boat ride? All this good jazz. I leave. The next day, I go back to Tampa Airport. I'm there almost two hours early, way early. So instead of going, there, I go in the parking lot. And I'm hanging out in the parking lot. I'll never forget exactly where I was, what I was looking at. I was partially looking at the runway, like where the planes take off, and the, the terminal was in front of me, and I was on like the second or third story in the parking lot. And I, again, I went, God. Uh, just if you can put him in my life, I, I know it's weird. I'm in, I, this is where we were. We're in Florida. He's only an hour from here. Just if it's meant, please, you know my intentions. So now I'm going through security. And as I go through the security guy, right before you get on the tram to head to your gates, mm-hmm. I hear someone go, Brewer, Jim Brewer. And I thought it was just a fan, because I turned, he was heavy. Mm-hmm. And when I la- last time I saw him, he wasn't heavy. And I went, hey, man, yeah, nice to nice meet And I'm getting on the tram. He goes, no, it's, and he's high, he, He's behind the security guy going, it's me, it's Sean. It's, it's Sean Pomeroy. It's, it's Kristen's brother. And I, I stepped up, dude, I, not only did I goosebumps, I started, I started laughing. <laughs> oh, I wow. I st- I felt like I was in the movie Star Wars when Yoda's going, mm, "Use the f- I can't do this, Yoda," and it's really that simple. He put all his energy and force into I'm going to lift this thing uh-huh. and I'm going to do this, and he's what? What is that? What is that? Is that a is that a psychotic coincidence? Well, there's lots of things that make I think about when he's.
3: You, did you know? Like I want to say. Part of you kind of knew when you're sitting in the parking lot, right? Like, I don't want to say you knew what was going to happen, but you feel
2: something. I knew I was going to, we were going to see each other eventually, right? no matter what. I was pretty convinced it wasn't here, but I did have a feeling like- But you
3: felt something different on that day rather than two weeks before that. Yes. Just sitting around at your yeah. house. Or for some reason on like that day or the day before, it's like something. Yes, starts because like,
2: I really wanted it to happen. I really wanted it to happen in Florida. I knew that was my best chance for it to happen. Yeah. See, it's a
3: What is that? I don't know. But I know that there for me, I sit there and go, There's days when I just go, I don't I don't know what it is, but I go, I know something's happening. You, hey, you want to hear some, yeah, I feel ahead. the bad ones though. When something bad's gonna happen, I, feel those too. I freak out. Out, I get nervous and
2: stuff, and I go. I'm not going to tell you when my last time I felt a bad one.
1: <laughs> oh no, <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll just leave that silent. Like before, just, yeah. As as yeah, see? I just went. Um, this should be more communicated, rather than just let this go and see what. That was, and I was like, hmm, see what happens when you play with the thoughts and you doubt them? Yeah. This is what happens. We don't need to elaborate. Right, right. Um, but I
3: feel that, like, I, that's this thing that I go, like, "I it's, to me, sometimes I just go, like, when something horrible happens, I'll be going, I knew it. Like, right. my past two days have been miserable, and you I, I didn't know why. It. Right. I thought it was because... I was tired. I thought it was because this. I was run down and something like I just feel like weak. And all of a sudden, something happens. And I go, that was because I was feeling something that was about to happen. I don't know what it is. Again, I I don't
2: don't, know. No one knows what it is. But it's something. You can't say, oh, it's this and that because you don't know. I don't
3: even believe in all the things that people probably say it is. But Mm. I think there's something that I think we do understand. Uh, relations between what's going on around us yes. a lot more than we know. Yeah, Like you could feel bad energy from of someone across the room. Of course you can. Without even looking
2: at without it. Without even looking, at yeah. 100%, yes. Yeah. There was, um, when I, f- I started tapping into this when I was young 20s. Mm-hmm. And to the point where I started tapping it and practicing it. Mm-hmm. And I've slouched the last, the last two, three years I've slouched. But it could get, overwhelming when you're doing it you know it, it gets and sometimes when you
3: slouch it's almost like you're a little I'll, more I'll, relaxed. Give you two, I'll give you
2: two crazy ones here's here's one that's not so and and here's two of them and you just tell me this tell me what this is okay all right the well, first one is i have this girl who's booking me and she booked me at uh university of like f florida international something somewhere in miami uh-huh Right and I, I play the venue and the girl there and yeah, it's like a little, she's like, why don't we go out? I said I got to dr- I don't have money for a hotel or nothing, so I'm going to drive five and a half, six hours back to uh, Palm Harbor where I live. Uh-huh. She goes, don't drive home. You know, I said I got to be home tomorrow. I got to go to work. I got, I got, you know, I've, I have to be at work tomorrow by eleven a.m. And she goes, you know, why don't you why don't you sleep over? So I know, like, all right, something, I got a little something going on here. <laughs> so she takes me out on the town. We're having some drinks, we're hanging out, and she's telling me how she wants to be an agent. And she's asked me, Do you know about the manager world or the agent world? And that and I went, No, but I love that you want to do that. And she goes, I love booking people and I love talent. And and we're <clears throat> we're like the same age. And almost at the end of the night, she goes, I just hooked up a dorm room where nobody's in. I'll bring it to the dorm room. We could we can stay there. And I went, oh, God. All right. This is, it's going down. Is she
3: at a college?
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. She booked me there. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. She booked me there. Yeah. And so, but she's a student. Right. She's the booker right. for she's the She's only college. like two, three years younger than me. Right. And Or maybe she's not a student. I, I don't remember if she was a student at the time. So I go there and I know it's I know it's about to go down but I swear on my kids lives I went this is a mo- this this girl's going to be back in your life and you know if it goes down you ain't calling her back it's just mm-hmm. it's just tonight and it's over that's yeah. the deal and she's going to hold that against you or just end this right now as friends, and she's going to come back in your life. And this is what's going on. And I'm sitting there looking over a balcony, you know, and she's getting ready. And I come in, I go, I know this sounds crazy. And um, I'm only like 23, uh-huh. 22. This is, this is male testosterone at its fullest uh, it's just another line on the chalkboard for me baby another notch in the belt another notch in the belt <laughs> and i'm already counting one it was florida <laughs> <laughs> and so and so um i went i know this sounds crazy but i f- i feel like we're going to cross paths and i said just what i said i went I really want to sleep with you, and I know I'm not going to call you tomorrow, and I'm not going to care, and it's just over, um, and it, we're going to cross paths, and you're going to, and I'm going to need you down the line. I know this sounds weird. I just feel it. Right. And she's like, what? what? She was so thrown off by that. I go, but you know, I, I, can we sleep together? Can we freaking cuddle? It's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and we, we like s- spooned, slept like it was the great. I can't explain it. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say that was like 1990 somewhere on there. 1991. I make a move for a career move. I move up to, and there's a manager in New York. He says, "You moved to he, you moved to New York. I'll manage you." Mm-hmm. I move to New York. The first week I'm in New York is I can't manage you. Now I just left. I just saved all my savings I can, waiting on tables for for almost a year, uh, working road whatever I can to scrap money. Found a place in Long Island. Was relying on it. I get that my mom's like so scared. I'm finally leaving the house. I go up there, and the first week is like, yeah, I can't manage you. I don't want to tell anyone. I I didn't know where to. T- I was sc- I was completely screwed,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and. So I start doing some – I'm like, you know what? Screw that. I started making my own tapes and get my own work. And I started working around the tri-state area, doing one-night bars and one-night – anywhere I can do stand-up. I started climbing up the ladder and all the bookings. Like, dude, you should – I can't – man, you don't have a – this is ridiculous. I get a call. My I, I'm living in my friend's basement. Some Some chick called you. I don't know, Florida chick or something. She's managing. What? I call back, it's that girl. And she works for the manager that was managing Chappelle, Jay Moore, I think Rogan, all of us. And she's like, "You gotta come in." I just started working here. I work the college department. I keep telling about you. He's gotta meet you. I just, I went. You moved here? She went, "Yeah." I just said, "Screw it." I was listening. What you? I went, "Oh my!" And that, you know, at the end of the day, that's what led to Sonic Live and everything. Wow. Oh wow. How freaking nuts is that? That's Are crazy. you still? Is she? Is she part of the man? you no. She now. It wasn't. Um, now she's in Florida and she, I hate to say this if I'm wrong, I believe she, it could be her child, but she's a huge act, um, uh, advocate for autism. Oh. And I've done her charities before and I've gone down. And I just, every time I see him, I'm like, wow. Yeah. What a bizarre, amazing relationship. Do you guys, did you guys ever talk
3: about your yeah. night?
2: Heck yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Did she go like. She never fully admits, you know. Right, right, right. She right. never puts it out there like I right, right. was game two, but come on, man. It's, right, four, right, right. it's four or five in the morning. You're right. <laughs> dance me around town. What are we doing? We're going to talk? Like, I wonder, I
3: wonder if in her head she's just like, it's such a, he's such a good guy because he did that and I want to call him and be Right. Like, who, who knows? Right. And the voice was. So you was, knew it then.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. The voice was screaming at me. Right. This ch- you're gonna come past this chick again, right? She is gonna be heavy in your life somehow.
3: See, but you get this when it happens. Like you're sitting there, and you just feel. But it's like, so hard to believe. You're just like,
2: yes. What is? What is this? Yeah, and you just go. There's something really uncomfortable right now. All right, now I'll give you another one. Now that one's more instinct and feeling it. Right. This is back to that. Is this the force? Uh-huh. Is this the, what is this? I'm um, doing a gig. And I had a, a layover in Miami. I think we were in somewhere in Mexico or some. I I don't know. It was me, D, and the kids. I and only had two kids at the time. Anyway, I have a layover. At the layover, this guy comes up to me. Really nice guy. Felt like he he was a good guy. He he definitely was a fanboy, but he was a good guy. And he comes up and he goes. Um, Hey, uh, I, I'm a really big fan. Love your stuff. I got a family too. I get the, you know, the kids over there. Because, because if you ever need a, a, if you ever need a dentist, you know, I'm just saying. I'm not pushing myself. I'm just saying, if you need a dentist, you know, take my card. Mm-hmm. So I got yeah, yeah all right, thanks throw his card out he's nowhere if, if you're not in Chester where I if <laughs> exactly I'm not driving I'm not driving an <laughs> I'm hour I'm driving to Mount Olive <laughs> right I'm Olive. T- get my <laughs> teeth like <looked> that <laughs> driving 15 minutes <laughs> to my teeth cleaned meet me in my house right Punk. exactly
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so um, now I've I, I had some dentists not a fan they really hurt Teeth got mangled. This is this is like years later now, years later, uh-huh. uh, a good four, five years later, and I need a dentist bad. Yeah, what do I do now? At this time, I always go on my porch and I ask for things. I, I and I mostly what I would ask is I sit, I I meditate and I talk to. I say I talking to whatever you, I say, mm-hmm. God, whatever the highest spirit, the great energy. Whatever you are, right? And, you know, and and people debate. You're talking to Jesus. You're talking to God. I'm like, let, let listen. We're all talking
3: to the same thing.
2: Well, well, not only that. If if Jesus truly is understanding, then he's going to understand, right? That yeah, right, if right, right. he's going to understand. <laughs> like, exactly. I know what he's trying to do here. Exactly. Right. So that was that's always my debates with yeah. hardcore right. uh, any religion. Right. I'm like, dude, don't don't listen. If you're if your guy. Is really that understanding? Yeah, and mm-hmm. he's in all of us. He's gonna get it. Yeah, and he's, also, he's not
0: punishing you because you're not, not calling him. Because I was men. correct. Like, what if you were you
3: born, born in a society that worshipped another? That's girl. what I like, say. How I you, just, so, I just wasn't. It wasn't available to it me. Wasn't
2: available. Yeah, yeah. and well, he knows all, that. It's he all knows paths that. Leading yeah. to the same goal. Yeah, exactly. He knows that. So right. that's. why I'm like, don't, don't, yeah, don't, please, yeah, all right, and. I got into that once with my wife, and my guy knows what I'm talking. Yeah, my
1: guy. I got a guy for you. I, don't I to, know a guy. I don't even have to call my name. Yeah, <laughs> right, right.
3: Like, if you got this guy who needs you to say his name right, you should call him. Oh, I, my
2: got, guy, a, I guy. got a guy. My guy. <laughs> he accepts your guy. Yeah. They he's the one me. that
0: helps your guy out.
2: Because <laughs> clearly he's got no ego. Yeah. He's got <laughs> no <laughs> ego. <laughs> so... I go on the porch, I'm like, God, please, you know, whatever you want me to do for my kids, whatever I can do better in life, what you want me to do. I always say, what you want me to do and what you want me to spread, whatever, whatever, please, put it in me. I'm stupid. I can't, I don't even want to try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Just put it in front of me. And I go, and by the way, if you could find that dentist. <laughs> Throw him so, an easy one. Yeah, throw, you know, I'm just saying. It's a little one. No, but on. on give on, my album a couple my, hundred thousand more. <laughs> <laughs> Not a biggie, but if you get around yeah, to yeah, it. I just said, I don't
1: want the money yeah. to yeah. yeah. right, right. help
3: people. To help people. I just want to spread the word of you. Exactly. <laughs>
2: you know, bring them to me and I talk about you. Wait yeah. You know
3: how many people really do that that don't admit it? Just like, like go like, just give me all this and I'll. Sp- It'll It'll be, I, I'm doing it for this reason. I'm doing of it course. to spread the
2: word. Like he does.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right.
2: <laughs> Whatever the great spirit. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> gullible. <No God>. <laughs> he's a gullible. He's a dopey,
1: <laughs> gullible god. <laughs> oh, gee. He got me again. <laughs> he told me he was buying all that so he can help me. I Can't believe I fell for that. <laughs> he didn't spend the money. He bought a new car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. I got took again <laughs> on oh, the name of me <laughs>
2: uh, oh god alright
3: we sidetracked you from your
2: story no 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 this is good <laughs> but I do remember uh, for like months that guy, I couldn't get that guy I went that guy I met at the airport I have no clue his name mm-hmm I looked all over for his card. I knew he threw it out. I asked my wife. None of Five minutes at an airport. Right, right, yeah. But there was something about him. Now I really wanted to be in contact with him. I felt like I should have paid more attention. I could tell by his energy that day. Mm. And so I literally, every day, I'm like, God, I. I feel like he was a good guy and he would do me right. And he, if, if he could just a name, or if it's not him, someone good, please. I don't trust any. I, that's a bad experience. I said, please, just someone I could trust to help me with this thing. Dah, dah, dah. So this goes on and on and on. Yeah. And I do this a lot. D comes home. Oh uh, my god, now my kids are going to dentists, which I'm annoyed about. Like, we need if f- they're eight, <laughs> please. <laughs>
0: You're gonna lose all the teeth, teeth, are gonna anyway. fall out anyway. <laughs> yeah, this is so stupid
2: if you ask me. It's so stupid, uh, but whatever. Um, that dentist, we ask her, Who's your dentist? She says, Oh, the best guy is this guy. D comes home, Jim. I found the greatest dentist ever. You're going to love this guy. I made an appointment for you. Mm-hmm. So great. Make the appointment. I go, what'd you like about it? He's just, he's funny. He's a good soul. He's this. He. There was no pain. He just, I, I can't, he's just a great guy. Okay. I go there.
1: That's his ringtone. You can't even
2: you can't even make that up. That's hilarious. Master Puppets is
1: your ringtone. It's his text.
2: (laughs) Master, master. (laughs)
1: That's so funny.
2: I used to have it too. I had that that
3: one and Paul Stanley yelling, and I was I got home from.
1: Yeah, it was exactly it was that. (laughs) I had
3: it on my phone, and we got you know when you come when you come from a international flight. Yeah. We came in and we're in the, a customs line. They're just yeah. like, don't turn on your phone. No phone's on, whatever. Right, right. And my phone oh, comes no. out. It's in my pocket. And all the messages start coming through it. <laughs> it's,
1: it's going, master, master. Oh, and I'm searching through my bag and it keeps coming out. <laughs> Master, master!
2: (laughs) I'm like pretending it's uh, probably not my (laughs) bag. Sorry, (laughs) sorry, on full volume. Sorry. (laughs) All right. So I go into now. I go into the dentist. They go fill out the forms. Fill out the forms. Finish fill out the forms. We're really sorry, but I know the dentist that D hooked you up with. He had an emergency okay but you'll like the other guy Mr. Greg Deloria I went alright so I walk into this guy's office and I'm like alright well he's, I guess he's alright if he works with the other guy mm-hmm. sit down he walks in he's got this big charming smile he looks at me he goes we've met <laughs> and I went what do you mean he goes we met at an airport I went
1: are you <laughs> are you kidding me yeah
2: Please tell me you're kidding me He goes no I had my kids I went oh my god You have
1: no clue (laughs)
2: And I didn't want to tell him I, I don't like telling people Right because there's a little bit of, are you a freak? Are you religious? Yeah, like, are you this I've and that? been thinking about you for the past I,
1: three years. <laughs> Boy, have I been thinking about you. <laughs> I
3: sat on my porch and
2: prayed for you. <laughs> <laughs> to come back into my life. I said, bring this man into my life. Like, can you imagine if I said that? <laughs> Do you believe in... <laughs> I, and so I just went, you have no clue what has led up to this moment. Wow. You just have no clue. What I don't know, is yeah. that right. What is that? Right, all the way up to the point where it, my, it's my kids' dentist who referred her favorite, who when I showed up had emergency, uh-huh. and I get the guy I've been looking for, who I met at the airport years ago. And another huge coincidence is that
3: is you remembering. That some guy that you met for five minutes gave you this thing. Yes. How many other people have given you things like that and you don't even remember
1: it? No.
2: And I couldn't stop thinking about him. Dude, what
3: is that? Like there's a good chance he went, I met you. And you're just like, yeah, whatever. And when I (laughs) couldn't,
2: I just, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I've got a million stories like that. So do you think
3: that you... I don't want to say made that happen, or you
2: knew it was going to happen, or you, how does it work? I will Which tell you direction this. does I'll, it work? I will tell you this. I know when I put 100% energy in these things, I'm now confident. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it's just, if it's meant, it's going to happen. And here's
3: the other thing, is if you can't put 100% into it, then you don't
2: really need it. Exactly. And I'm. I mean, I close everything out and go, bring this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if you
2: if you can, mm-hmm. and it it is it weirds me out, yeah, but I only use it for gr- like really good thing. I constantly beg for, please let me say the right thing. Please let me put out there things that will only inspire, heal make people laugh and and, make me money (laughs) and make me my wife wants a new deck a new yard
3: she's going Jim I'm so glad that you have this ability
2: (laughs) can you ask the guy can you go
3: on the porch and ask him well here's the thing with that is if you became a guy this is where it doesn't work if you became a guy who went around and that's what you talked about and you wrote books about this thing that you say you could do and that diminishes it to me. If you were to go around and be like I'm going to be I'm going to drop everything I do and now start writing books and telling people you can do this too because something about talking about well, it stop too being much. Genuine. Right. Well, I'll tell you go it's ahead. Sir. Ho- it is that bothers me when I hear people that go like like talk about it like it's something they really understand. Like you know you could do it, but can you explain it to me? Can you tell me what's really going like, on? Can
0: you teach somebody how to do something?
3: Like no, that? you have to, it's
2: N- um, it's a feeling. I, it is a feeling, um, but you have to really, you have to you really have to believe it. what you're doing right. and you have to be passionate about it. And You can't pretend you believe. No, because it's just, then it's just not real. Right. And I'll tell you what, in the mid-90s, I was so in tune with this. Yeah. And I'll never reveal this until I'm much older. Uh Uh-huh. Like when I, much, much older. Come on, groundbreaking podcast. No No way. We get so many freaking views. (laughs) I'll I'll say you this. There are some big, big names I wanted to come across Uh and me put on their... Because I truly felt I can bring them I can make them see a, a, a lighter agenda uh-huh and these these uh, f- these forces were so big and still are really big uh-huh that i I begged I'm like, I know. I know I can shed light here, right? And I've come across mm-hmm. them, and when I came across, I was just like, "Oh my God, I've been." I knew this was You've been preparing for this, and I, the mission I have to say was mind blowing.
0: Wait. So you're saying that you're the guy that came up with like the iPod? <laughs> <laughs> right. No. You, you, you convinced but us to get out of. No. Your,
2: no, <laughs> no. 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 I, I. I'll just say very influential, and at the time the influence maybe not was not influencing. Uh, it, it was more harmful. What was going out. In the masses, rather than right, right, helpful. I just, I know this sounds madness right no. now. It sounds crazy.
3: No, but. no. I, I think that. See, to me, I go. Everyone kind of has. Everyone has this,
2: Listen, but they might not recognize it. We are going far out there, but I kind of love it, and I yeah. don't care. Humans, at the end, of the, if you took away all our toys, we, we, humans. I used to say this on my radio show. We're all slaves. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you are a slave. The only ones not a slave are the true tribal humans. Right? We are tribal. We are part of the animal kingdom, whether we want to face it or not. Mm-hmm. Somewhere along the line, this is where we got to talk to Joe Rogan about. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, <coughs> mind control, power, civilization has enslaved all of us. Mm-hmm. Into, it, you must make money. You must live under this system. You must do this, and you're born into it. And then that's all you know, and right. that's all you're all gonna. It's all you're gonna be. But at the end of the day, a tribal human is the only one that's pretty much spiritually in tune with right. everything. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and you look at that, like what. Like a tribal human, like what's the one thing that they care about? And it's family. It's the family structure. Family
2: and everything else around right, them. They're yeah, surrounded. Like immediate. Yeah. yeah. But even the sun, right. the, the, yeah. the animals, yeah. That everyone they're in tune with everything's helping. Each other out. Yeah. And yes, they have to kill or viciously right. because you're part of the animal yeah. kingdom. Right. Well there's
3: a there's a saying. There's a guy who does explains the Mayan calendar. He this guy died, but he had this saying yeah. and he goes, uh anything, uh any whatever you pay attention to, you become conscious of. So if you if what you're surrounding is is the trees and the sun and that's what you're looking at, you start to understand that. Mm-hmm. But if you have that above you and you're looking at your iPhone all day right. and worrying about who's arguing with who, you are not aware of this. Right. So you can't. Whatever you, it's almost like what you say was like you really have to focus on it. And if you do focus on something, you will get an understanding of it. It may take a real long
2: time, right? But right. we, none of us can. I, yeah. Now on a di- on a different on a different note, but another thing this week. This is crazy, but it's true. You know, I I don't read, I don't care what's going on in the news. I don't follow it, right? I, I, very loosely, I have no. You, you, I, I, I have point. to. It just plops up everywhere. Yeah, which is again, you don't have a choice, right? If you go to the, if you go to the airport, you don't have a choice. The news is on everywhere. Right. And they say, well, don't watch it. You don't have a choice, right? Yeah. It's on everywhere. Right. You may not even. Uh, hear it but you will eventually glance right it's eye candy so I, if you walk by a newsstand you look at mm-hmm. the head you it's there mm-hmm. 24/7 it's on your phone it's on your computer you're you're distracted 24/7 right of this brilliant mind control now we're going Mm-hmm. Far out there, it just is what it is. Yeah. I'm not getting into like a uh, big crazy conspiracy, uh, but using that energy and that force. Now, I, I thought I thought something was fascinating that happened this week. Besides the album dropping and and all that jazz, one of the press I had to do was um, uh, Sports Illustrated. Oh, I heard it. I don't know this story, but I saw stuff about it. I think now in January. I did uh, Just for Last Festival in, in Cancun. Uh huh. And it was a brand new resort. And it was me, Pete Corielli, um, Alonzo Bowden. And I apologize, I don't remember. The, it was a magician and whatever. Uh, oh, uh, uh, oh, God. Whatever. Another, another great comic. And it's raining, whatever. So I go to the gym. I'm in the gym. And this big guy comes, and all over the news is the stupid deflate gate mm-hmm. which I've gone on stage going, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. I hate Tom Brady. Yeah. I hate the Patriots, but I don't care. I don't hate Tom Brady enough that I'm going to hate him enough going, you deflated the ball. I just hate him because he's, he's he's great. He's yeah. Tom Brady. I'm a Cowboys fan. Right. I'm a, And even that, I couldn't name you one Cowboy besides <laughs> yeah, right. Romo right now. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I like the Giants. I, I don't even I know you Eli. Like, That's you like all the uniforms. <laughs> yes, and I don't get involved until into playoff time. Like I right. don't care. Yeah. And and be honest, the whole deflate thing stupid to me. Let's say he did deflate the ball, and I would say this over and over. You still got to be a defender and catch it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You still have just as much chance as intercepting the ball. Mm-hmm. So what's I I don't get the advantage, right? I don't get the advantage. yep so with that said, it's all over the news and it's no. Anno- I can't it's I'm i I'm so annoyed, right? So I'm at the machine and this big guy comes over and he goes, What what do you think of all this? I said, I honestly I can care less. I really can care less. And it's probably the answer he didn't want. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause he started going, um, he said, I'm the deflate guy. And I went, What? And he had a he, he had an accent, uh-huh. and he started going this whole story of the freaking gate. He was the guy, yeah. And so he's telling me, you know, he's got to leave Boston. They're 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 just getting away in Mexico because he was waiting here from the New England Patriot. It, his whole job, I remember saying, his whole life, all he's ever done was this. I what is he? He's the ball guy or? He it he, it's the ball guys. Tom Brady's He He's equi- a in the ball? Right. He's like an equipment guy. Right, yeah. At the end of the day, that's all he is. Yeah. He goes, I don't make money. He goes, but pitcher, you know, this was my dream. I grew up a Patriots fan. My whole life. All I want he goes. So I, I you know I did this in school. I did and now I got this job at the Patriots, and I'm freaking with my team that I grew up with. This is mm-hmm. the great He goes, and now this whole deflate he goes. Cause Tom Tom's my guy, Tom's Tom. I go, I went to California. He hooked me up with tickets to this and that, and and th- Tom is my whatever I need. Tom always hook. He's a great guy. I can't say enough great. To, and, and inside, I'm like, nah, well, I don't know the situation, but right now it doesn't look like he's such a great guy. With you, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know I'd be tell- I'd be hooking you up if you were you know. If you
3: got to take some air out of the ball. I, uh, well,
2: whatever the scenario <laughs> right. is, right. And he never did. T- I never asked. Uh huh. And he never said right. anything about the air. And then he started going on about the Patriots how <clears throat> they, they shut, keep your mouth shut, we'll sue you, keep quiet, we'll take care of you. But they haven't been taking care of him. And he was waiting to see, like, we're going to, we're going to hook you up with a job. But they haven't hooked him up with a job. And so he was on a, he was on a holding parent and he was he was technically fired, and he couldn't get he couldn't get his job back, and now he can't work with anyone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so that night, I'm like, "Why don't you come? Why don't you come to the show?" Right? And he goes, uh, "I I gave him my email." All right. Hold on a second. Um, how do you spell his name? Just I. So yesterday, I wake up. His name is John Jastremski. Uh huh. All right. and now I meet his wife. His wife comes down, and she's she starts elaborating like the death threats we're getting. This is our whole life. We got to get up. I'm I'm thinking about moving here because of my family. Because th- these people are animals, animals. I should die because we're trying to ruin the patriot. Like these people are animals. Uh-huh. They're savage, small. They're they are. They're sick, and not just the patriot fans. Just fans, right? Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're that, if you're that into your if you're that into anything, you're a moron. <laughs> you're one gene away from throwing feces behind bars. Right. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how else to explain it. Right. And I and I gave a great explanation. That I'm a diehard Mets fan. And and you will put your fandom ahead of any dark, evil, awful story just because you're like, not, not mine. Right. Not you'll do that, you'll do that for your country. Oh no! We had to go there because we we were never. That's how stupid people. Are. That's the stupidity right. of humanity. Uh, Bartolo Cologne. He has. I, I love the Mets. He just hit his first home run. They have a big ordeal. All over the papers. He's got a second life. A uh, a kids that he's not taking care of. My wife. Immediately. Went, oh, you know what? I can't. I can't even look at him now. That's just. I, you know what? Screw him.
1: Oh went, Whoa whoa whoa
2: whoa. Hold on, he's still a good... But for a second, I went, whoa, you know what? If that was my brother, if that was my best friend, I'm like, you dick. Yeah. What a fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. You you betrayed your family, you started this other family, and you don't even pay for those kids, and you're making 20, 30 million. You're an asshole. Yeah. You're an asshole. But... For a mo- It was very hard for me to reach that conclusion because I'm a Mets fan. Because you think of yeah. him as like a tool
3: out of a part of a machine. He's just like, he's like, well, I need this part of this exactly. tool to make the machine work
2: well. And you don't think of him as like a right. person. Right. Mm-hmm. So this guy, John, and he's a human being. Bi- he's, he's vulnerable. <clears throat> he's total innocent victim. I don't know what happened. I don't care what happened. Right. So he goes, hey, man, it's it's November 10th, 2015. Hi, it's John Jastrzemski, the Deflate guy from the gym yesterday. We weren't able to make the show last night, but we still probably be around the resort tonight. This may be a little last minute, but if you're around tonight want to join us for a drink, you're more than welcome. I'll check my email off and on, and we're heading out tomorrow around two. If we don't get in touch tonight tomorrow, then I'll let you know where things are, where, where things are at when I get back home and go from there because he was waiting to see... You know, he's getting threatened of being sued and this right. and that. And they're worried. I appreciate the talk yesterday helps to vent a little. So he used, him and his wife used me as a venting tool. Right. Mm-hmm. They had to tell somebody. And they just unleashed. hmm And they weren't, they just were concerned and scared. I tell this story and I don't even remember. There's still, so I'm all over Twitter the people that get it get it. Oh Jim Brewer. Oh yeah. So you need to up your career and make up some horseshit story. Right. Um, yeah. And and another guy confer another guy tweeted out, I just checked with the resort. He was staying in this room, which he was. Uh-huh. Brewer was at this room. It was during this time. It all it all and other people like, why would a guy pretend he's that? Uh-huh. And then they showed me a picture. I went, Yeah, no, that's that's him. That's John. Uh-huh why what do i get out of this
3: right. right
2: but the the new england fans and i don't even know what they're talking about yeah i'm not sure what they're mad about are they i i i i, I can't comment but there's literally humans up there right now that are one gene from throwing their own feces <laughs> standing behind a bar in a zoo uh-huh. that's how close they are to a monkey yeah that are so angry and they think i'm lying and you fucking stoner asshole oh oh yeah i'm jim brewer who are you meeting in the gym today like what do i what do i get at why it so hard to believe this oh because the boston globe and all the brilliant reporters never got to talk to this guy right Mm -hmm. and i ran into him right it's not my fault bro Yeah. That is not my fault. And if you're this genius reporter and the sports talk host and all the guys in the NFL and you've been looking for this for the last two years (laughs) and I have him. Right. And he just gave me a simple human conversation, people can't wrap their head around it. Right. And they're in denial of it. Yeah. That part of human that, that again goes back to what I started before, we're all slaves. Because they are enslaved to their mind, and they're enslaved to that thought process, and that is a dangerous part of well, it's humanity. Delusional. And it, it's delusional, but it's also dangerous mm-hmm. because they'll—they're willing to threaten you. They're willing to perhaps be violent. They're willing to just put whatever they want out there, just in a cause that they're a hundred percent way off the fucking mark on. Right, and that that part and so when people go how'd the Nazis do it i go really (laughs) You, you really you really can't figure that out right back then there weren't a million channels right and if you heard this every day trust me you'd be fucking marching yep it's that easy
0: but a lot of it is just insecurity it's that wanting or that feeling that need to be part of something bigger so that's that, true that too, whole, but like yeah, gang but, and mob mentality. I think that's why people maybe. become so loyal to teams and stuff because they, I think they honestly feel like they're part of that organization.
2: Now. You're still an asshole if you, yeah, can't, well, if 100%. you can't. One hundred
0: percent. One
3: thing that I think is that I think a lot of people read, like a lot of people sit there and read the internet so much, and they really want to be really smart, and they they read things right. and they just want to like disprove everything to show that they're smart. Like, they want to show all the information they know from reading the Internet and think they know all the information on the Internet and stuff. But, I don't know, people don't realize that they're just reading select stories that someone like them wrote. Mm-hmm. It's just opinions. And you you
0: kind of take whatever...
2: Someone wrote to me and said, can you please revisit episode, I want to say four and five. Mm-hmm. They said the topics you guys brought up and you haven't brought it back. Uh, I know. It's what is it? is it?
3: It's the dreams. It's got to be things that we say we're gonna get
2: to. Uh, we're gonna because we this. do that a lot. Yeah. Uh, we do it all. We all do time. it a lot. <laughs> like you know what? We're gonna do this, and we don't like, do I'm, I'm still writing my song challenge, <laughs> 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 and we'll have it. We'll have it. But like, what? What? What was that episode? Do you know what it was? Was I don't it know. All the all dreams? I don't know if
3: Dreams was that, uh, maybe.
2: It, it was early. early. She said it was. it's either three and four or four and five.
3: Yeah. I mean, if you go through, you could probably find a lot more than two. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. That we say we're
2: going to do. Yeah. Oh, I say so.
3: we were supposed to do uh, Row, Row, Row Your Boat. We said we were going to have that in <sighs> yes. three weeks, which we yes. did it and we decided to yes. save Yes,
2: yes. You know what? But this we can do and we record live. I say we do this live. In Brooklyn, okay, and these are part of the fun.
3: Okay, yeah, yeah. Like
2: little bits we do there. I'm also going to do the rock metal comedy covers. Oh, so, <laughs> that's where we can get to play with it there, right? Awesome. Yeah. And I also learned a little thing about Eric when we were playing at um, at Opie. Uh huh. He's going to be good. Not only is he g- good just with the band, but he had instincts to just when we were talking and Opie's like yeah, right, right, I'm yeah. Like, oh, you don't even have to tell him right yeah yeah he's in tune he's gonna know when to just play around right. add a little rim shot blah 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 and that was yeah. that was very exciting for me yeah yeah he doesn't even know it yeah <laughs> he doesn't even know it but um I think we can play in Brooklyn a lot let's pick one song and spend a little time on it and then yeah. we'll uh also continue with the game shows and all that stuff and all that yeah. jazz and keep that rolling too, because
3: that'll be fun to revisit. Like this song started as this, and then I—you yeah,
2: know what—and we'll get what the originally. Because we have uh-huh. what a lot of them <laughs> oh, originally sure, sounded like, done. and man, <laughs> yeah. wow, is it ugly! <laughs> but it's such a cool process, yeah. Because there's so many people out there that want to write a song that want to be songwriter. Like I want to. If we can get this for Stern, uh huh, this would be huge. Oh, he loves this stuff. He loves this yeah. stuff. So why don't we try to get, I'm on June 7th. I want to get, if you have anything, I don't know I if have you have anything. Yeah. If I you have 100. certain stuff where it's old school started as this or yeah. thrash started as this, whatever song started as this and then it turned into this. Yeah. And here's the end result. Yeah. He always talks about that stuff. He's going to love this. Yeah. He's going to love this. That will be great, awesome. All right, Matt, good hanging. We went all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. Yeah, it's so, fun. So yeah, I'll let you know about Joe Rogan. Oh God, that's so God. Weird. I want to do his show so bad. I'll start training. I want you to do that
3: show so bad.
2: I want to do. I know. I I told him. I said, listen, there's a guy in my band. He's a friend. He. He is a Joe Rogan fanatic. I love his show. I know you do. Yeah, I know you do. I remember d-
3: thinking like he has his like buddies that now his like buddies who are also comedians that he he has them on all the time. Now yeah. it's like I'm listening to their shows. There you go. And I just go like I go. <clears throat> I hope I want Joe Rogan to invite his friends if we go there. <laughs> I want to go out with Jim. Like who, wanna, thought, who do you want? Who do you want to meet? A guy named Duncan Trussell. Is a guy. Yeah, you want to meet him. I, I he's he's my favorite guest on his show. Oh wow, this is cool. He's like a he's like a hi, like stoner like <laughs> hippie guy. He's talking about Buddhism and Joe Rogan. They're so different. Yeah, but together they're so funny.
2: Like they're <laughs> great. also <laughs> awesome. so
0: so Mike, if you go, are you gonna be all shy and starstruck like a little girl? No, no, I don't <laughs> care. no, I don't think so. I'm
2: not, I'm not like that at all. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think, so this is, this is going to be – it'll be really good. I met Ozzy once. I told you that. Ozzy Osbourne?
3: Ozzy, Oz, yeah. So Ozzy – Brian played with – my brother played with Ozzy, and we're on the side of the stage, and I'm standing there. And I was a little nervous standing there with Ozzy. Yeah. And it's just like I'm young, and I'm standing there going like it's me and Brian standing there on the side of the stage and Ozzy, and we're just standing there, and no one's saying anything. And Brian's like talking about uh, my fingers hurt, something like that, and we're standing there. It's all quiet. No one's saying anything. And Ozzy just goes, You need to take a piss.
1: <laughs> I go, No, I'm okay. <laughs> That's <what> he said. <laughs>
2: Hey, be careful! You might piss off the Aussie fans that don't fucking believe you and think you're trying to just promote your album. My Tichy, like sorry. the New England Patriot right. fans. Right. Do you hear this bullshit story Tichy told? Where he pissed next to Aussie? We're gonna look
3: up and see if his brother played for Aussie. Yeah, whatever, asshole. <laughs>
1: Do you need to take a piss? Do you need to take a piss? (laughs)
2: That's what exactly... Do you need to take a piss?
3: (laughs) I was like, like, oh, I guess that's a normal question for someone to ask. I was like, nah, I'm okay.
2: Cool. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Pick up. It is out right now. It's on iTunes. It's everywhere right now. When's the video come out? Uh, This week. Okay. Old School comes out this week. So right now we present to you, I'm going to say one of my favorite songs. And and the reason why I said it is I remember actually the beginning of the song happening right here in this room while we're podcasting. huh Metal Mike was standing right over there by your by those amps and he just started with, I said, Oh, that sounds very motley crewish. Mm-hmm. Looks that killish. Keep playing that, keep playing that. Yeah. And I had that old school riff driven, heavy I I said heavy metal, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's where it started. But I
3: remember uh, it was the, we used to finish a song. It was staying was Alive. End, it was the end of the song.
2: It was the end of staying
3: Alive. Right. And Metal's Alive. Metal's Alive, yeah. Metal's Alive, Metal's <laughs> Alive. <laughs> but you, he would go into that, then it became like we just played this riff for as long as the rest of the song. It was right, like, right. Maybe that should be the beginning. That's what we said, maybe it should be the beginning of the song. Right. And then we wound up being like, that's gotta be the chorus.
2: The song, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Awesome, man. All right, right. guys. Have a good one. Cool. Alex, Mike, good seeing you.